1: let's talk about the Nurem defense now and what i want to see from the Nurem defense kind of down the stretch and and honestly folks this is going to be a this is going to be a pretty quick one to be honest with you it, it really comes down to in a lot of ways keep doing what you're doing right i mean you're you're a really good pass defense keep 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 doing it you're a great red zone defense keep doing it you know, you're, you're not giving up a lot of big plays in, in the pass game. Keep doing it, right? There's a lot of things for the defense to just keep keep doing it. The other areas, it's it's not so much that they're not doing well. There's really only one area that I – like two areas where I don't think the defense has been playing well, but they're coming off their best game of the season in one of those areas. And, and we'll talk about that and just kind of get better. But number one is keep attacking. In Notre Dame right now is, is length, ranks in the bottom half of the country when it comes to tackles for loss and sacks per game. They haven't been very good in either area. But if you look at the two games where they really turned the D-line loose, like really turned them loose against Duke and, and USC, where their two highest games, of the, two best games of the season from a, a standpoint of tackles for loss and sacks. They had six tackles for loss against Duke, and they had – 11 tackles for loss against USC. They tied a season high with two sacks against Duke. It's not great, but they had a lot of pressures, but then they had six sacks against USC.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: turn the defensive line loose, keep attacking, let them go. It's going to result in more disruptives. It's going to result in more tackles for loss. It's going to result in more sacks. It's going to result in more third and longs, which then leads to more turnovers. It's another, another area where I want to see Notre Dame uh, just get more build on that USC game. That's actually the third, my third key, and I'm just bringing it in now, is if you're more disruptive up front, and you're more dominant up front, and really turning that group loose, and not relying on your linebackers to get all of your make all of your production, which they didn't do against Duke and they didn't do against USC. It, number one, it makes your linebackers better, as we saw against USC. But as I said, it's going to make you better on third down, which we talk about. It's going to allow you to force more turnovers, which we'll talk about. And it, it's just going to allow you to be more dominant, just really, really, really bury teams. And if they can do that, I, I think this defense will have a shot to to finish that's one of the best we've seen at Notre Dame in quite some time because if you think about like i'm going to pull that schedule back up again like let's pull that back up again because i i want to i i'm gonna well actually you know what i'm gonna wait until we talk about no let's do it now let's do it now because i really i really want you guys to understand just how how excellent this is this has been uh i i've just i'm i'm impressed by what we've seen so let let's Let's pull this part back up. This is the schedule that Notre Dame has faced so far. As I said, 38 and 14, 38 and 14 is the schedule they've played so far. If you take the Notre Dame games out, 32, 36 and eight. Notre Dame is, has, has a defense that, as I'll show, is a top 10 to 15 defense in a lot of categories, and they're doing it against a very challenging schedule and, and I've been incredibly impressed. You're not playing that type of teams, those type of teams down the stretch. You're just not, if you look at your, 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 I'll give you some context, for example. Well, I'm going to hold off on that for the next section because it'll, it'll speak to the improvement, but you've played some pretty good offenses this season and, and you're going to play offenses down the stretch that simply put, just aren't that good. I mean, let's just, let's just, we can be honest here, right? Pitt's only scoring 25.8 points a game. And part of that's because they've had some defensive touchdowns. They won 38-21 this past week against Louisville. It was one of their better performances of the season, but they needed a pick six to kind of get to that point in time. I mean, Pitt's offense against Louisville this past weekend only had 288 yards. It was about turnovers. That's really what it boiled down to. They forced three turnovers of Louisville at short fields. They Their offense wasn't great. It's not a very good offense. Now uh, Clemson this year is only scoring 32 point2 points per game but if you if you look at it, and that 32 point2 is very misleading because they scored 60 66 against Charleston Southern who's a not very good FCS team. If you look at their other games and and just look at the the games against FBS teams, they're only scoring 25 point4 points per game scored seven against Duke, 48 against Florida Atlantic, again, another team who's not very good. Florida Atlantic is is a three and three team that lost to Ohio and Illinois. They're not very good. They've all, one of their wins is over Monmouth. They scored twenty four points in a loss to Florida State, thirty one points in a win over Syracuse, including a, a, a they, they either had a defensive touchdown or uh, they had a, a, a play that the defense set them up for a short score, and they only scored seventeen points on Wake Forest. They're not a very good offense. Wake Forest this year without Sam Hartman, three and three, they're only averaging 23.5 points per game. They only scored over 30 twice. The first two games of the year they scored 37 on Elon, 36 on Vanderbilt. In the next four games since, they've scored 27, 16, 12, and 13 points. Not a very good offense. And then against Stanford, they're only averaging 23.7 points per game. So if this defense stays locked in and 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 – Keep just do what you do. Don't look at the schedule. Don't look at the stats that I just said. Stay locked in. Focus on playing your best football. Be aggressive. Turn your front loose. They're going to put up some crazy numbers in these last four games, which is going to allow them to to rank very high. The fall season is incredibly busy for me, which makes it hard to spend the time needed to make healthy meals and live a healthy life. If you have the same problem, you'll want to try factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef prepared dietitian dietician-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. I've had Factor meals, and I'm going to continue buying from them, especially with a special discount for Irish Breakdown listeners. With Factor, you skip the extra trip to the grocery store, and the chopping and prepping and cleaning up, too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. You can choose from 35 weekly, flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals to promote a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences, all ready to eat in two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's irish50 at factormeals.com slash irish50 to get 50% off. I've tried it. I'm sticking with them. You should try too. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I really am. I think this unit, as I said, has a chance to be very good. It's just about getting better in a couple key areas. Keep doing what you're doing in some areas, but then getting better in a couple areas. The areas those are continue to tackle better like the USC game, great tackling. Build on the USC game from a turnover standpoint, force more turnovers. That that's an important piece. I want to see more forced turnovers. And then um be better on third down. That's been the one area where they've just been very not very good at all this year. And and they've had to rely on their third their red zone defense of being elite to protect them on third down. If you look at it, Notre Dame this season on defense, has allowed opponents to convert. Let me find the number here real quick because I was shocked. I mean, I knew it wasn't good, but they're allowing 39% of their third downs in the season. But that's partly because in the first first part of the season, they were – so first four games, not including NC State or uh, Tennessee State, opponents only went 15 of 46 on third down. That's 32.6%. If you look at what that would rank nationally, that's a pretty good third-down defense. That would rank them about 25th on, on, the, on the season. But if you look at the last four games, Ohio State went 10 of 17. Duke went 6 of 15. NC State or uh, Louisville went 5 of 13. USC went 6 of 13. Opponents have gone 27 of 58 on third down, 46.6% the last four games. That's got to get better. That's one area that's got to get a lot better. And I think it can, because again, you're not you're not playing teams that are great third down offenses in the second half of the season. If you look at the rankings, Pitt is hundred and fourth, Clemson is twenty-seventh, they're they're good. Wake Forest is eighty-first, and Stanford ranks helps to spell it correctly, thirty-eighth uh on, on third down. So you're not playing a lot of great third down defenses. You're playing one top thirty, and then Stanford's success is kind of bolstered by playing some bad defenses. They went 50% on Louisville, or on, on, excuse me, Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii has a a really bad defense. Uh, Hawaii, yeah, Hawaii's given up 35.6 points per game. Uh, Hawaii's uh, red zone, or third down defense, is ranks 113th. Colorado's red zone, or third down defense, ranks 112th. Stanford went 10 of 18 against Colorado. Uh, And then they played an FCS team, Sacramento State, and went 7 of 14 against Sacramento State. So they haven't played a whole lot of a good third down offenses this season. Arizona, they had a good success against Arizona. They ranked seven of six. They went seven of sixteen, which is a decent number. Arizona ranks sixty six on third down. So you're, you've got to you've you've got to get better there. And if you can do that, this defense is just going to become just re- truly elite. Right now, it's really really good. That's a elite at times. If they can clean up a couple of those areas it become truly elite and i'm looking forward to seeing seeing them do that as we get down to the the last part of the season. so those are the areas that i want to see uh, Notre Dame improve. i would like to see people talk about, you know, play more young guys, play more young guys. there are a couple positions where i think you could maybe imp- enhance your rotation a little bit. but honestly when you look at the way the schedule is going to be, there's some games where the young guys should just begin a lot of playing time just because, right? i mean, if you're blowing some of these teams out at halftime, how much of Howard cross do we need to see how much of cam Hart do we need to see? Don't take a chance of getting those guys banged up and get those guys hurt. You know, get Christian gray in there, get Jaden Mickey in there. But this is still a, a, an all hands on deck situation where you're trying to win games. And some of the message board ask a fair question. You know, is this the, is this the time to start getting Kenny Minchie and Steve Angeli ready to see who's, who's going to be the guy next year. And my answer was no, you do that in practice. Right. You do that in practice. And you do that at the end of, you know, when you're blowing teams out. You know, maybe you get Sam Hartman out a series early and let, you know, Kenny or or Steve get a get a series with the ones like they did early in the year. Okay, that's different, but that's once you've already started to blow a team out. Priority number one is you've got to win the next four games and you've got to win them the way you're capable of. That's the key. And if that means you can do that and get a few guys in the game, great. I'm all for it. But the key is you've got to win the game. (laughs) Yeah, but be